1-800-BETS-OFF. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday buy 10 wings, get 10 wings free. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you until the top of the hour. Bottom of the hour, Brian Rilko, IRGC, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. Some new regulations in place, some loosening of some regulations in place for us sports bettors out there starting July the 1st. So we'll go to the source, Brian Rilko, and then Trent's Plays of the Day Circus Sports sponsors. Well, we've had a couple of Philly guys calling in our game. That's Joe O'Donnell right. with the Iowa Wild. Of course, now he's moved on. And Alex Cohen, a Philly guy. I see him a marquee. You'll hear him doing iCubs and see him down at the ball. Park and he joins us. Alex Trent Condon, Ken Miller, good to meet you, albeit not in good. person, but how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Nah, as do we. I've been impressed by your work, Alex. I've um, I've come in and popped up a couple of times, and you know, the more I listen to you, I realize that you've got a real future in this. So, first of all, uh, before we get into the team itself, t- tell us a little bit about you. Um, grow up as a baseball fan, a, a Philly native. I'm assuming you're a Phillies fan. Maybe not. Yep. Uh, but uh, t- uh, how about you? What's your background? Yeah, uh, I think you're know, putting me up against Joe O'Donnell's a tough one because he's one of the best voices in the NHL, and he also comes from Philly, so he's like, it's a high bar to set. Mm. Uh, but yeah, from from Philadelphia originally, grew up a diehard sports fan, uh, Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers. Uh, yeah, truth be told, I, I played a lot of baseball growing up. Uh, just in high school, was going to play in college. Uh, I had a, a love for broadcasting early on. Baseball was actually the last sport that I ever broadcasted uh, because in high school I broadcasted football, broadcasted basketball, field hockey, lacrosse, mm-hmm. bowling, golf, you know, anything that I could put a, a microphone in front of my face and, and get out of uh, class about a, an hour <laughs> early, I took advantage of it. So uh, broadcasted in high school, played baseball in high school, realized that, that I wasn't going to go very far with that with a flat 83-mile-per-hour fastball, so I went to Indiana <laughs> University, uh, did student radio, did television, did newspaper there. Um, after that, just uh, knew that I wanted to broadcast baseball and started in independent ball with the Gateway Grizzlies, uh, frontierly just outside of St. Louis. Uh, then started the nonlinear path. I was the double-A voice for the Milwaukee Brewers for two years in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, then went to the Oakland, California. I was a media relations assistant for the Oakland Athletics. Realized that I missed having a microphone in front of my face. Uh, so I went to Australia, called games to the Australian Baseball League wow. for a winter, which is a summer out there, but a winter here. And then after that, I kind of started from the the bottom up. Uh, I went to Idaho Falls, Idaho. I was the director of broadcasting for the Idaho Falls Chuckers, which is the Rookie League affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Then two (laughs) years with the Bowling Green Hot Rods, the single-A affiliate for the Tampa Bay Rays. And now uh, in my fifth year with the Iowa Cubs, triple-A affiliate for the Chicago Cubs. So it's been a nonlinear path, but one that I've been able to go to a bunch of places and go to a bunch of time zones and hit a bunch of states and meet some cool people. So it's been fun. Well, Alex, definitely, I think everybody knows the ultimate dream, and that's to be on the Major League broadcast for whatever team it turns out to be. For our listeners out there, we know it's a difficult path. There's only 30 of those jobs available, but for somebody that's been in it and in the grind, and probably every single year, if a job comes open, everybody that's in the minor leagues like you is applying for that job. Just the difficult realm of trying to make that final leap and get up there to get one of those Major League jobs. 
Yeah, it's the most difficult jump to make. Just like going from AAA to the big leagues as a mm-hmm. player is the most difficult jump to make. Uh, going from AAA to the big leagues as a broadcaster is the most difficult jump to take. And especially now with you know, all the different avenues uh, of broadcasters. And you go to college, and then you can broadcast on ESPN Plus or all the streaming services. And there's just so much more talent now and so much more focus on broadcasting that yeah, it's great that if you're a AAA baseball broadcaster and there's a job in the big leagues, you apply. But there's guys who get reps at all these, you know, colleges and all these streaming services that the talent pool mm-hmm. is just so much more extreme. So, yeah, it makes the selection process, you know, one of 100 to one of 1,000. I mean, it's that much more difficult. But um, I think just putting your best foot forward and, you know, getting that inning or two innings and highlight reel and highlight package and television segment that you think looks the best and, and sending it to you know the Brewers, the Phillies, the Mets, the the Twins. Not just you know when they have a job available, but also when you know at the end of the year, hey, take a look at my stuff because they'll remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just such a continuous process. Just not when a job is available, but but every year, every month, just making sure that you you have the right contacts and you have the right relationships and. Yeah, you think that that'll put your best foot forward. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm resigned to the fact that I might not make it to the big leagues. Yeah, not many people do. But um, just enjoying what I'm doing now, uh, getting better calling a baseball game every day, and making sure that I introduce myself and have relationships with a multitude of different people. Because even if I don't get a big league job, at least I can make friends out of it. Uh, Alex Cohen, the voice of the Iowa Cubs, is our guest. Well, and look, it, it has happened before with the Iowa Cubs, right? And I'm sure you've heard the story that uh, Brett Dolan and Dave Raymond both were uh, with the Iowa Cubs uh, interning under Dean Ellis, and they both went to the Astros uh, and filled in for Milo Hamilton. And I think Dolan's in the SEC now. And, of course, Dave Raymond mm-hmm. is the television voice of the Texas Rangers. So it has happened to the Iowa Cubs in the past. So um, it's not like it would be out of the norm once you get your opportunity. And I saw you on the Marquee Network, what, about three weeks yep. ago now, Alex? You were, uh, right. yep. uh, it was uh, a Monday night, I believe. You guys were off, as for the most yep. part, although no changes this week. Uh, with July the 4th, you guys are in Indianapolis. Uh, but you were up with uh, Boog and JD, and you were on the Marquee Network. Um, you know, what do, what do you pick up when you get those opportunities to, to see how guys that have you know reached the pinnacle – it can't be much different, or is it? It, it? It's the same baseball game, but there are different things, as you said, that you can pick up. Um, I, I think Boog is the best pure broadcaster because he can do, do TV, he can do radio, he can do national, he can do local. I think he's the best pure baseball broadcaster in the game right now just because he connects with such a, a variety of different fans. And seeing what he does every day, not just you know, prepping for a baseball game and the adjectives that he uses and how he calls the game, but what he does three hours before, the conversations that he has with opposing broadcasters, what he does down at BP, um, how he goes through the press box and talks to the media members. And it's genuine, but he's able to pick up tidbits that he uses on a three-hour to four-hour broadcast mm-hmm. because they don't have a pitch clock, and it is Major League Baseball. So um, just seeing like the extra steps that he takes to, one, get content, and two, connect with people because it's really all about connection. You know, For me as a broadcaster, and he gave me a really good piece of advice about a year ago saying, 
Your job is the bro- as a broadcaster is to find the common denominator between the rabid baseball fan like you guys and I am and the 12-year-old who's just being introduced to baseball and the 76-year-old grandmom of a player who just wants to hear her grandson's name broadcasted. You need to find a common denominator of what they all want to listen to and what they all want to enjoy and focus on that. You know, it was one. Uh, speaking of pitch clock, it was one of your tweets again within the last couple of weeks. Uh, you called a game. What, what was it? Nine. Remember, Trent? We talked about it was mm-hmm. nine seven. There was a bunch of home runs. Uh, the oh, yeah. the, the yeah. home team lost. And it was an hour and fifty minutes. Am I am I close? I mean, that's crazy. Well, it, it, it was an hour and fifty five minutes. Yeah. There were seven homers, fifteen hits, ten runs, and seven pitching changes, and that? it was under two hours. So it can work. It can work, but it's there's a transition period, especially as a broadcaster. I mean, you go through your reads for a game and you blink your eyes and it's the sixth right. inning and you're yeah. just like, wow, like I, I got to get into the game now. I got to get into the storytelling. So I, I think the first couple weeks of the season, I'm like, I, I'm not doing my job. I'm not telling enough stories. I'm not getting enough information out there, but you adjust. And yeah, you know, I, I think an hour and 55 minute game is better than a three hour, 55 minute mm-hmm. game. So uh, I think the perfect medium is like two hours, 35 to about, Two hours and forty six minutes. Like that's my happy medium of of games that I broadcast over the last twelve years. I get it into an eleven minute range, but um, yeah, one fifty five. It was pretty crazy. You guys have gone through some changes. You've been there now five years with the Iowa Cubs. Mm-hmm. New ownership group there, though. You still have Sam Burnaby, who's in the front office, along with Randy Wayofer, who we know incredibly well throughout the years. Uh, any changes, though, that you have impacted, that you've seen on a day-to-day basis after uh, Michael Gardner, who a great baseball man who sold the team? What changes have you guys gone through that are on the day-to-day operation side? You know, nothing that we've seen over the last nine months. And that's a testament to Sam and Randy putting together the foundation that, you know, Sam's done for four decades and Randy has done with two. And I know that, you know, when people found out the team was going to get sold um, to somebody who is not localized in Des Moines, there was a concern. But, but my main comment to everyone was as long as Sam Burnaby is here, this will be Des Moines' baseball team. I mean, this is a guy who grew up in Des Moines. He went to high school in Des Moines. He went to college in Iowa, and he's been here all this professional career. There is no way that with Sam at the helm that this wasn't going to be a locally operated, flared team. And it still is. I mean, we still have all of our sponsors. We have all of our events. We have all of our promotions. Uh, the weather's been great. The crowds have been awesome. I mean, it's starting to feel like 2019 again. So hmm. uh, I think – you know, from an ownership standpoint, we haven't seen any difference. We're still being treated the same way. You know, Sam's still acting the same way. And, you know, we're still getting the same directives of what to do on a day-to-day basis. And I think from a fan experience, you know, having our first real full year since COVID and people, you know, being excited to come out to the ballpark and Mother Nature being nice and not dealing us with a lot of rain out, it feels great. I, I really can't say enough about, one, the Chicago Cubs fans, and the Iowa Cubs fans with an organization that is struggling a little bit from a wins and loss perspective. In our last Friday night home game, we had 10,600 fans in attendance. Uh-huh. Wow. We had over 25,000 people on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend series. We haven't had that since 2019. So uh, really good vibes here at Principal Park right now. And 
You know, I think that is because of the foundation that Sam and Randy have set, and I think that's because of the transition between Michael Gartner and the new ownership. I think it's cumulative. I think it's all it's all been really good. Uh, team is going. The big club is obviously going through a transition period, and I agree with you. It was great to see the uh, the Cubs and the and the uh, get past the Cards this weekend. Take two of three. There's not going to be a lot of highlights for the season, but uh, you know, beating a rival uh, at their place uh, any given weekends uh, is you know something you can hang your hat on. What about the yeah. the, the roster that's down here, Alex. Um, Garcia was pounding the baseball, but you know he's not going to get his opportunity. He's going to do so overseas, right, as he leaves. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple of young guys that have caught your eye. Yeah, I, I, I think one player who I really like offensively right now for the I-Cubs is Darius Hill. He's a 20th round draft pick out of West Virginia in 2019. And all he's done at every single level he's been at, Little League, high school, college, A-ball, double-A, and triple-A is it. He doesn't strike out, doesn't walk very much, but his bat-to-ball skills are better than really anybody I've seen. You know, Darius in 19 games with the I-Cubs, he has 10 multi-hit games. He hit safely in 16 out of those 19 games, and he's hitting around 400. You can't have much of a better transition from double-A ball to triple-A ball than that. And if he keeps on hitting here, there, there's no telling how quickly he can go up to the big leagues and get an opportunity to do that. So, hey, if you're going to hit 400 at every level that you're at, at some point you're going to have an opportunity in the big leagues to show that you can do that. And you said a 20th rounder? 20th rounder out of West Virginia. That That was in 2019 when they actually had 20 rounds. Right. How about that? A little bit different here these days. Alex Cohen, the voice of the Iowa Cubs, joining us here. Alex, when you see those moments of the guys making the jump up Mm -hmm. and they get that opportunity – you get to know these guys so well, conversations before, after games, those kind of things. What's it like for you uh, to see guys that you get to know so well and then they get their break and see them succeed at the big league level? It's really cool. Uh, there's, one, there's two that really stick out of my mind. Um, one in 2018 when David Bodie made his big league mm. debut, and in particular when David Bodie hit the, the home run Colorado. around the world, uh, the home run against Ryan Madsen, dead center field, Wrigley Field, Sunday Night Baseball. We were actually in New Orleans at the time, and we had a day game. And the next uh, next morning, we had like a 5 a.m. flight out. So the majority of the team at that time was still in the you know back at the hotel, getting ready for the flight, getting two hours of sleep. <laughs> and the entire team's on one floor. And when David Bodie hit that home run, I think the entire floor shook. That's awesome. Because people were screaming and cheering and hooting and hollering. And it's real. I mean, the teammates and the players here – when they see their guys, the guys that they go to battle with up in the big leagues, they make them a profound impact like that. I mean, it resonates through the whole clubhouse, or for that matter, the whole hotel floor in New Orleans. Uh, and one this year was Matt Swarmer. Mm. Swarmer was, you know, again, like a 27th round draft pick out of Kutztown University, just outside of Reading, Pennsylvania. Not a baseball hotbed. He spent all of 2019 with us. He, he led us in starts. He led us in strikeouts. And he also set the franchise record for the most home runs given up. So there was peaks, there was valleys. And then in 2021, he didn't go to the alt site, and he started the year in A. And then he came back up here to Iowa, and he and Ron Valone just worked, 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 and then worked some more. They redeveloped the physical plan. They redeveloped his mental approach, keeping the ball down, not throwing fastballs up in the zone, trying to get guys to chase. And then seeing him up in the big leagues after a travel day where we, we it, it was funny, we, we bust from Memphis. We lost five out of six. Uh, we bust through the night, got back at eight o'clock in the morning. I went home, went to sleep for two hours, woke up, and I saw Matt Storm pitching on my television at Wrigley Field on Marquee Sports Network, and it just get, put a smile on my face. And it, it's, it really does have that impact. 
really has an impact. No, he was good, and uh, he came out of the bullpen over the weekend, right? And 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 was really effective. So Morrell, he wasn't here, was he? Christopher Morrell. So not not this year. He oh, last year. ended the season okay. thus last year. He, he spent twelve games with the I Cubs to finish off the the 2021 season. Uh, just you know, getting guys up and down, and there were some injuries with the Cubs. But he started off this year in Double A Tennessee, and then completely jumped us, went up to the big leagues, and obviously it succeeded into the big leagues. So I don't think we're going to see him anytime soon. Uh, his act, he's fun to watch. Just his pure joy. You know, I I, I watched him. Um, um, Goldschmidt, as we've seen, umpires, catchers, not know to react when he comes, takes his place in the batter's box to lead off a game. He's, yeah. you know, he's fist pumping. He's uh, giving uh, uh, Goldschmidt a hug at first base the other day. But that's just him, right? I mean, and, and I think that I mean the Cubs have something in this kid. His his uh, his enthusiasm is infectious. He is just a big ball of joy. I mean, even when he was down here, I mean, Christopher Morell could go 0 for 4 or 4Ks. He would come to the ballpark the next day with a smile on his face, signing autographs, making his teammates laugh. I mean, he is the perfect guy in that clubhouse right now where wins and losses are are tough to look at sometimes, but to keep the clubhouse energy up and just what he can bring to the table from a baseball perspective you know he came up as a shortstop but he can also play third he can also play second and i'll tell you what his tools tell me that he could be a gold club caliber center fielder i mean he can run fast he can throw hard and he can hit the ball far and that is a great foundation to build off of especially when you have a great attitude so i think that he has the full package remember he was a big time signee out of the dominican republic i mean he got over two million dollars the expectation was that Christopher Morrell was going to be a big league talent, and he right now is a big league talent. I mean, nobody could guess that he'd go up to the big leagues and in his first 25 games he'd have so much success, but he is, and he's fun to watch, and he's excited, and he's happy to be there, and there's just this pure, unadulterated joy that he has that sometimes is missing in baseball nowadays, Um, and, and I think that fans really appreciate it, and I think his teammates really appreciate it. Well, a big week coming up for you guys with the Iowa Cubs tonight. Got the dollar hot dogs, got the businessman special tomorrow, but I know over the weekend a lot of people looking forward to Friday night, the citizenship ceremony. We've talked about that a that. lot. Just love it. Ken, one of your favorite nights of the year, the fireworks for the 4th of July weekend. Fill us in everything going on this week with the Iowa Cubs. Yeah, I mean, you brought it up today with uh, Dollar Dogs, uh, $2, Dollar Dog Tuesdays, and uh, even more importantly, you can bring your pooch to the ballpark. <laughs> it is a real dog day. You can bring your dog here. We'll have a dog parade starting at 5.45 p.m. for our 6.38 p.m. first pitch, and yeah, from 5.45 to 6 o'clock, you'll see you know, 400 of our uh, four-legged friends walking the, the, the outfield berm, and it's it's really cool. Like, I'll be bringing my dog there, or at least my fiance will be. And you combine that with dollar hot dogs, can't get much better than that. And then you talked about it on Friday with the citizenship ceremony. And, and normally it's on July 3rd or July 4th, but you know, doing it on July 1st where we can get you know, 11,000, 12,000 fans here at the ballpark being able to see that. And I've talked about it on air. That is my favorite promotion, even if it's not even a promotion, but my favorite on-field pregame festivity I've ever seen at a ballpark. It really touches you. It's so important, and you can see the happiness and the joy of all the families of all the nationalities that are there. It's it's so special. I would I would advise if you have an opportunity to come out of the ballpark on Friday, do it. It, it, it really is important. 
Well, as an immigrant, which I am, and just knowing that those people have come from some of, I mean, I'm from Canada, right? I didn't have the, there's no war in the in the country that I'm from. And just being able to escape those and know that they're safe, they've made it, and their family's going to yeah. be fine. It brings a tear to my eye as an immigrant just thinking about the joy and the relief uh, that just overwhelms them. Alex, it's been great getting to know you. It really has been. Um, we... Um, uh, we, we applaud your work. You do a terrific job over there. Thank keep uh, keep uh, going after that dream of yours, Alex. You'll attain it, my friend. Good to talk to you and look forward to doing so again, okay? Thank you for the kind words. Really appreciate you guys having me on and uh, coming down to the ballpark. Let's hang out. Say hi to Birchie for us tonight, okay? Yeah, certainly will. <laughs> I certainly care. will. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Alex. Alex Cohen, the voice of the uh, Iowa Cubs. Yeah, good long homestand. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the day game tomorrow. Uh, Columbus is in town. Now, they were the Yankees forever. They Are were. They cl- I don't know. Yeah, I'm not even they sure. They were the Yankees affiliates, the Columbus Clippers. Yes. Cleveland? No, I don't, I don't remember. They're a triple-A team. Yes, they, they are. are. Yes, of the Cleveland Guardians now. They are, okay. Yeah, they, but they were the... Um, was Jeter a Clipper? He was, yeah. The Yankees from 79 through 06. A two-year stint as the Nationals triple-A team, and they've taken over now the Guardians since 2009. All righty, we will get our break. Before we do that, a little baseball tie-in here. It's time for another $1,000 home run. Go to KXNO.com, and once you get there, enter the keyword bonus, bonus at KXNO.com, your chance to win $1,000, bonus at KXNO.com. What changes uh, await us on July the 1st as far as sports wagers in the state of Iowa? Brian Orilko will help us out next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Best.com is now the best time ever to own a single-family rental home in Des Moines. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. And I'm here to tell you, housing prices are falling, but rents are rising. And with low inventories, they're stronger than ever. What does this mean for you? It's not always a seller's market, but it is always a renter's market. Especially when you hire Renner's Warehouse to manage the process for you. With selling, you never know what you're going to get. With renting, you can be confident in your ability to earn monthly cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits for the long term. And with Renner's Warehouse, you can sit back and collect the money. Tenants, they find the best. Rent, they collect it for you. Maintenance requests, they handle them 24-7. All for just one low monthly flat fee. They'll even warranty your tenants for free. Don't sell. Cash in and rent your home with Renner's Warehouse instead. Find out how much rent your home can get by visiting Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call. You're looking for a drink. Something great to eat. And you're looking... For somewhere new, you're looking for your new favorite sports bar. Introducing you to Fat Charlie's. Urbandale's getting their own upscale sports tavern. 
This is what Fat Charlie's is going to have for you. Wall-to-wall TVs, fierce sports viewing, a great food menu, and a huge selection of beers. It's Fat Charlie's coming soon in your baseball life. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Seems like yesterday. Then we had to find a bookie. (laughs) Or you did. I remember those days well. Indeed. No longer. We can bet on sports here in the state of Iowa. Trent's play of the day, Circus Sports. Sponsors, it's coming up here in about 15 or 20 minutes. Well, as we've been saying, on July the 1st, uh, some regulations have changed, loosened, if you will. Uh, we are, as uh, sports bettors in the state of Iowa, now going to be, be able to participate in Cy Young, in Heisman, stuff that was not uh, didn't have a scoreboard that was actually determined via vote that for the first couple of years not allowed in our state. It is changing. Brian Arilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission joins us to tell us what we can and still cannot do. Hello, Brian, Trent, and Ken. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, listen, we appreciate the relationship, Brian. We really do. How's the summer going for you? You know, it's uh, going well. Um, um, I'll tell you, we've been really busy around uh, this office uh, with a flurry of of, uh, some of the legislative changes that were made and, and trying to get everything in order by July 1st. It's a different time, and Ken mentioned probably the biggest one as it pertains to the voting that we can bet on, the MVP odds, those type of things that you get, Heisman Trophy, on and on and on. First Super of all, Bowl MVP. Yeah, how did we get to this point? How much push? Where did the push come from to get this part and the change in the law to make this now legalized here in the state of Iowa? Yeah, and I think, you know, initially – it's important to remember that Iowa was one of the early markets to go forward with sports betting. And so that occurred in 2019. It was right after uh, the, the federal lawsuit. And, um, and in doing so, uh, um, part of the legislation, it was extremely thorough. It ended up being a model for a number of states that went past Iowa. Uh, but, but, you know, one of the pitfalls of going early is sometimes there are some things that uh, might be missed or overlooked. And so with regard to draft markets and player of the year markets and anything that really occurs off of the playing field, as Ken mentioned, without a scoreboard, it, it uh, created um, kind of a gap uh, where it was a market where legally it was not permitted in this state. And so um, it was something that needed to be changed. Uh, states that went uh, after Iowa uh, had had made those changes. And so it, this part really, it wasn't extremely controversial, uh, but it was something that needed to, to get fixed in order for people in this market to wager on, on those types of activities and, and uh, was part of a, a comprehensive gaming bill that passed at the end of the session. And, um, you know, this section of that bill really – um, did not get um, you know much debate it, uh, in terms of it, you know, people really weren't it wasn't that concerned about it but uh, so so it was something that passed and and uh, starting July 1st uh, draft markets player of the year markets charity events and other sports related events will now be things that people in Iowa can bet on including Brian the NFL draft and last week's NBA draft I mean Keegan Murray top five over under I guess you would have said it Trent at five and a half yeah uh, w- will we be able to bet on drafts in the future? That's correct. Drafts will be will be uh, something that will be on the board, and 
and uh, and and that's something that will be posted on our website here in terms of uh, it will be part of the authorized list. And so I'm trying to think what the next market will be at maybe the NHL draft. But but um, but after July 1st, that will be something uh, that people can bet on, and and uh, and I'm sure we'll see some futures. You know, one of the big things with the draft. Um, that we had kind of struggled with in this office, and it might change is is what uh, with respect to when those markets should close. Oh, and so, yeah. um, and so I think where we're going to start is uh, for the Player of the Year markets. So your Heisman Trophy and uh, MVPs and those awards, um, uh, the markets will close uh, when the announcement is made. Uh, with regard to the drafts, um, we're going to start at a point where, where those markets should close 24 hours prior to the. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. To the uh, to the the uh, first draft pick being announced, and so that's something that we could change, um, and uh, we'll kind of uh, as we get an experience rating in this state. But you know, there was a lot of controversy over that NBA draft. That sure was just recently here, and and so with those markets fluctuating, and so um, you know, we've tried to take. Uh, look at what other states are doing and talk to other regulators uh, to come up with those guidelines and rules. And um, that's not to say that the books couldn't do something more restrictive, but that's where we're going to start here uh, in this state. And it's not out of the norm. Trent, correct me if I'm wrong. Did, did Nevada not close like at five o'clock yeah. the day before the NFL draft? Yeah. Right. And, be, and because it was out there, it was a little bit different. Oh, I yeah, think that was a, that's true. maybe a one-time deal that they had to. Gotcha. Hey, uh, another one that uh, one of our fine listeners Chimed in a week or two ago when we said we'd be getting Brian on here pretty soon. Super Bowl. There's so many prop bets out yeah. there. Can we bet on the coin flip now? Minus yes. 101 on yes. each side. We can. <laughs> coin flip yes. is coming. How about the national anthem length? Please no. Uh, you know, uh, I think that is something that could be permitted now, that, but that's not, uh, I, I know the coin toss we have included on okay. our, uh, new authorized <laughs> yes. list that will go out on July 1st. Uh, uh, the, the anthem, I, I don't know yet. Uh, we may have to look into that a little bit more, but anything that is sports related mm-hmm. technically can be authorized. And so, uh, the coin flip will be something that, that will be on the market. Gatorade color? <laughs> It, 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 it could be. It could oh, be. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm getting uh, excited need, already Condon. for February. That's all you need is Woo! more opportunities. So, Brian, where we still have the line has been drawn, correct? And um, the Oscars, for example, uh, is does big market uh, in the U.K. Elections, United American elections do incredibly well as far as markets in the U.K. There's no way. Um, I shouldn't say that. A lot of people didn't think we'd ever have sports wagering, and here we are. But it seems like it's a long shot to think that anytime soon we'd be able to bet on an election result or on a um, uh, an award show type of thing, the Grammys or the Oscars. Any closer to those two? No, Ken, you're you're exactly right here. So those uh, uh, two types of activities that you mentioned are, are not something that uh, is permitted under this new law. I think it's highly unlikely we'll see anything like that 
uh, in this state. There really hasn't been any discussion or any interest from any of the sports books. Um, they, you know, they really wanted these sports related markets. Uh, and that is something that um, um, that they uh, took to their legislators, and and, and the legislature uh, uh, had authorized this. And uh, but I haven't heard any discussion, and we really don't see a lot of it in other states um, either. And so I just I, I think it's unlikely we'll see we'll see any other market uh, that's not sports related at this time. Makes a whole lot of sense. Well, another big part of uh, something that has changed is the two-year moratorium on new new casino licenses. For our listeners on the iHeartRadio app and on the east side of the state, I know Cedar Rapids was hoping for a casino over there. What's the latest and kind of the reasoning behind it, at least that that you understand the moratorium for new casino licenses? Yeah, and so this is always a, a really difficult discussion when we talk about should new licenses be issued in the state of Iowa. And, uh, you know, up until this point, um, Iowa law required a referenda in a county uh, that that was a prerequisite for applying. Lynn County, which is where Cedar Rapids is located, uh, did pass a referenda. In fact, they passed two consecutive referenda, which which means that uh, a referenda is no longer required in that county. Uh, the people uh, that were connected with the application had had indicated that they were going to submit an application. Um, they were just finalizing some some um, some pieces and some components of that, uh, and and so the commission was in a position where it was. Um, very likely that uh, that we were uh, going to have to go through a process uh, to evaluate whether or not uh, it uh, a new license should be granted in that area. And so, um, uh, part of this bill, uh, there was uh, a moratorium placed on that for two years, which means that uh, the commission should not uh, shall not issue a license in two years. Now, uh, the, you know what some of the reasons for that. Uh, it's been extremely, the market here in Iowa has been extremely volatile uh, the last few years. Um, we had kind of a flat market prior to the pandemic. Some would say maybe even the market was saturated with, with revenue being flat um, and, and maybe really only bumped up by higher takeout rates uh, in slot machines. Attendance was declining. We, we went into the pandemic uh, and then, you know, facilities were closed. Uh, we had numbers that were very low, uh, for those, for that year. And then coming out of the pandemic in 2020, uh, 21, gaming was one of the, the safe options, uh, entertainment options, uh, for, uh, most Iowans. And we had record numbers in 2021 and, uh, and are heading into kind of a period now where things are starting to stabilize and we have gaming coming in Nebraska. And so, um, you know, what I heard from a lot of people, and remember the commission is really not part of the legislative process, is just maybe to take a step back, uh, let's, let's see what happens, and, and then um, maybe in two years it would be a situation where, where uh, uh, that, that could be evaluated again. What about uh, online casino? There's, there's been a, um, I don't know, a murmur, it's been quiet. I think it was, it was maybe louder a couple of years ago that we may be getting online uh, wagering on uh, like uh, poker or uh, blackjack um, here in the state of Iowa. Didn't seem to be uh, as, as loud this year, Brian. Maybe, maybe you know, I just wasn't listening in the right spots. But do you get the sense we're closer to that or is that a long way away? So you're you're right, Ken. There really was not much discussion, uh, and I think we're still uh, 
uh, quite a ways away with that. Uh, they're, they're, uh, I am not aware of any discussion uh, in the legislature. I can tell you that the casino industry is still uh, extremely divided as to whether or not uh, it's something that is good for the state that they want. And, and it is just extremely difficult uh, for any type of gaming bill or, or any bill um, when you have stakeholders that should represent the same industry and be swimming in the same direction going in different ways. And and that is really the case with the online uh, casino uh, uh, business. And, and it's just something that I think until the industry gets on the same page, uh, I, I just think it's it's unlikely we'll we'll see that. And, and last thing for you, Brian, still no appetite for you know college head to head with the in-state player Petrus versus Deckers in the Cyhawk game. Um, was that brought up at all? Changing that or relaxing that, or is that uh, is that here for uh, maybe the foreseeable future? No, I think it is here for the foreseeable future. That was something I was kind of paying attention to just to see if there would be any discussion on that. Um, not advocating one way or the other, but, but we were kind of paying attention to that and there really was, was no discussion. And so I, I just, I think it'll be, that's something that I also think will be unlikely that, that we'll see that opened up, um, uh, in the next few, few years. Brian Arilko, administrator for the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission with the, uh, haves, uh, the, with the can and cannots, uh, starting on Friday. Brian, as always, appreciate the relationship. Thanks for doing this for us, Brian. You bet. Thanks, guys. Good to hear from you. Have fun. Enjoy your summer. Brian Arilko, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission as we catch up uh, with uh, some of the new ways to bet on sports. <laughs> Can you bet on Gatorade? Yep. Will you bet on Gatorade? Yep. Yep. You know Coin me. flip? Yep. Most popular bet out there. It is. It's the most popular bet. And you're laying 101 juice. It don't matter. No. Nope. And a 50-50 proposition. And you know I'll be firing away at that one, too. <laughs> I love what, it. Yeah, what, what's your, uh, kind of give us how you go about betting on the coin flip trend. What, uh, what kind of research goes into it? Tails never fails. Tails never fails. That's all okay. it is. All right. You know what I'm betting already, February. We already got one locked in. Tails never fails. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, there will Who be. Who will Denver be playing in that game, by the way? The Bears. Be- Bears, Broncos. Yeah, well, that's if, right. If we're, if we're saying stupid things, we'll say two stupid things. <laughs> Your Broncos have a chance. My they, Bears yeah, have, have no, no shot. No shot. No shot at all. There will be one less sports book option starting July 1st. In fact, it's Who already bailed? happened. The score, yeah, oh, which yeah, is a yeah. big Canadian based company. Huge. I really like their interface. Uh, I had a. Really nice bonus that went along with it, but uh, the email went out a couple of weeks ago that they're ceasing operation. Now, they're owned by Penn Gaming, which owns Barstool, that mm-hmm. sports book, and, and a few others out there. So basically, they've told all their customers, go over there. You can get your check sent to you if you still have money in your account. Uh, that process has already been going on. But yeah, the first that has kind of gone by the wayside, and I saw uh, they were down towards the bottom uh, back in April, they collected $268,000 of bets, but had to pay out $271,000 in bets. Uh, that was six, uh, 14th in the state behind the Q Sportsbook, Fubo, Betway, and Betfred were the uh, four lowest behind them. So they're moving on, but there's plenty, plenty of options, including our favorite, Circus Sports. And I'm glad you brought that up, Trent, because on the other side of this break, Trent's Plays of the Day and sponsored by Circus Sports. We're heading out there in August. We'll tell you about that uh, along with Trent's Plays of the Day. That's coming up as we wrap things up here on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Calm for details. You're looking for a drink, something great to eat, and you're looking 
for somewhere new. You're looking for your new favorite sports bar. Introducing you to Fat Charlie's. Urbandale's getting their own upscale sports tavern. This is what Fat Charlie's is going to have for you. Wall-to-wall TVs, fierce sports viewing, a great food menu, and a huge selection of beers. It's Fat Charlie's coming soon. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. Utilizing our vast game and industry expertise, we sell portable pitching mounds, field equipment, and field products that we trust, use, and have used when coaching or playing. But that's not all. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Craig Allison has years of experience in the mound business and is Victory Mounds National Sales Executive, while Mike Donahoe is in charge of field equipment and products. Visit VictoryMounds.com to see what Victory Mounds can do for you. Hey, Motors, let's ride. Full Construction can give you a good life by giving you opportunities to be a part of a team that does real, tangible things in your community. For many of us, it's that feeling of doing something with our hands and creating something from scratch and or giving back to a new home or a remodel project. Do you enjoy working with your hands? Do you enjoy providing for your community? Do you enjoy getting out there and doing a hard day work and coming home and saying, yeah, I did that. Apply today. Wolfconstruction.net. I'm Local farmers markets are back in 2022 in your community. Enjoy fresh produce, live music, baked goods, crafts, and food trucks at the Johnson Farmers Market located at the Johnson Town Square. Vendors will be set up on the south side of City Hall. You can visit the market from 3.30 until 6.30 on Tuesdays, now through October the 11th. For more information on this Greater Des Moines event and others, visit CatchDesMoines.com. This farmers market PSA is brought to you by NCMIC and iHeartMedia. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports with two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. All right, final couple of minutes here on a Tuesday before we get Trent's play of the day. Nick McMC, MIC, uh, you heard the Johnson Farmer's Market today, 3.30 to 6.30. Going on right now, actually right now, at the Capitol Complex, if you're in that area, Tuesdays from 11 to 1, June, 20, June the 14th uh, through September the 27th. So that is ongoing as we speak. Capitol Complex, Nick Mick, NCMIC, uh, makes those promotional farmer's market uh, spots uh, possible. All right, Trent. Yes. Play of the day. Baseball only. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. Wimbledon. Lots of it. No, come on. Maybe I put together a... <laughs> A person parlay. You did? Yeah. Didn't you, hit. Did, oh, when did you already played it, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get one? Oh, yeah. I got six out of seven so far, but that not doesn't a, matter. Not good enough. What upset is all it takes to derail that sure thing? Oh, these are all easy. They're all minus 3,000, 5,000. You put them all together, it's an easy... No. Hawks aren't losing the first round of oh, the tournament gosh. either. <laughs> not to Richmond. <laughs> no way won. that's going to happen. Uh-huh. Pittsburgh Pirates go up against... 
Patrick Corbin. Corbin stinks. Give me the Pirates plus one. You know who's pitching for Pittsburgh who's been okay? Quintana. Uh, yes. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Absolutely. St. Louis. I jumped on the Marlins last night. They got crushed. I'm not making that mistake again. Dakota Hudson and the Cards minus 141 tonight. Give me the White Sox to bounce back. Let one slip away last yeah. night against the Angels. I'll take the Pale Hose plus 117. Manaya's on the bump against Gallon. Good pitching matchup. Padres at the Diamondbacks. Give me the Padres side in an even pitching matchup. I'll take the better team even on the road. And I'm wrapping up with a big dog tonight, and I don't get it. The Orioles. Trent, Baltimore's not bad. This is a real Major League Baseball team. I agree team. with you. They are on pace. They're in the wrong division. They are going to have their first winning month, even if they lose the last games of the month, their first winning month since, since when? 2017. That's crazy. A winning month. I hope the fans start coming back to Camden Yards in downtown Baltimore. It is a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, Baltimore... Um, look, they've, they've got to play too many Red Sox, too many Rays, too many Yankees, too many Jays. But they are not the, you know, the, the free square that they seemingly were for the longest time. Robbie right. Ray pitching for the Marlins, uh, Mariners, excuse me, tonight. He's been really good as of late. Still not completely sold. You saw a lot of him a year mm-hmm. ago. Give me the Orioles plus 146 at Circa and that price at Circa. A lot better than you're going to find at other shows. That, that's for sure. We'll share some of the British Open golf odds that we've come across. Yeah. The difference in some of those. My God. I already jumped aboard with a long shot. Did you? Daniel Berger at, at Circa right now, 95-1. to 1. Huh. Well, Rory McIlroy's 8-1 to 1 at some, some notable shops. 10.5-1 mm-hmm. to 1 at Circa. What do you want? 8-1 to 1 or 10-1? to 1? You tell me. It's easy. Uh, Murph and Andy at 1. The Fanatics at 3. Cyclone Insider tonight at 6 o'clock. Miller and Condon. Point Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.